Welcome to What the Finance. I'm Hannah, a millennial finance fanatic, lending specialist, and realtor that has spent the last eight years learning how to take control and create my own version of financial freedom. On this podcast, I want to use what I've learned along the way to help you reach your financial goals and build your dreams because, as you know, finance is not a one-size-fits-all topic. I'm so happy you're here. Let's go. Happy Monday. Welcome back to What the Finance. I hope you all had a really good weekend. It was nice and sunny here in Southwest Wisconsin. So we all were out and about doing things. My husband and I, we went to a swap meet over in Jefferson. And if you don't know what a swap meet is, it's just where a bunch of people come with like car parts and you can buy parts for usually a pretty good price. Uh, My husband is a really big uh, car enthusiast and he has a couple of projects laying around so we went over there to try to find some parts for the projects without having to spend an arm and a leg didn't find a lot but nonetheless it was a good day to be out spent saw some friends and family this weekend as well so it was just a really good weekend it's always good for your mental health to get out and have some sunshine and see some people who you love to surround yourself with This weekend when we were out at the swap meet, I actually was getting some messages from one of my personal finance coaching clients, which just a really quick plug. um, Again, I do still have one more spot left for a free personal finance coaching in May. So if you are somebody who wants to see about getting a good handle on your finances, whether it just be credit or you're trying to get your budget under control or just building your credit or whatever have you really, if it has anything to do with finances, I'd absolutely love to help you out again. This is free. I have one more free spot available in May. So please reach out to me if you have any questions on that. You can DM me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. In the show notes to this uh, podcast episode is the link to my Instagram. So feel free to follow me on there. Send me a message and let me know if you have any questions on that. Okay, back to what my personal finance coaching client was messaging me about. So this particular uh client is working on building their credit. Overall, they have a really good handle on their money and their finances. It's just their credit that they couldn't quite seem to get it up to where they want to want it to be because they want to buy a house eventually. So overall, on their profile, they didn't really have any derogatory. There was one small medical collection. They got that taken care of. Um, but other than that, they're, they didn't really have anything bad on their credit. It was overall a pretty good credit profile, but they didn't have a lot on there and they only had one credit card on their credit profile. And the credit card was reporting as maxed out. Now keep in mind the day before our very first meeting, they did put a good chunk toward their credit card and I let them know, hey, that alone right there is going to make a huge difference. And it did end up making a huge difference, actually more than even I thought it would do. So just for reference, they had about a $3,000 credit line. It was close to max out, and that's what it was reporting on their credit card. They ended up paying it down to utilization of about 30%. Just doing that raised their credit score 80 points just by keeping the utilization below 30%. That is huge. I mean, that is the difference between qualifying for pretty much anything and not qualify for qualifying for anything at all. It has just opened up so many more doors for them, and I'm super proud of them. And yeah, so really what I wanted to touch base on is the credit utilization and how it really affects your credit score and your buying power overall when you're looking for new loans. Maybe you do want to get a new credit card or anything to do with uh, credit utilization and using your credit overall. 
When I first started my financial journey, I didn't have really any late payments that I was reporting to my credit bureau. When I was super young, I had a few medical collections. I did get those taken care of. Um, those were things that were transferred over to me when I was 18. And then I just had to take care of them. I didn't really know about them, but I did take care of the medical collections. So that was really the only derogatory thing that was reporting to my credit. But... I never ever missed a payment on my car, my credit cards, or anything like that. But no matter what I did, I could not get above like a 640. And I didn't understand it. I was like, my payments are on time. I never have a missed payment. Overall, like all that is good. But what I didn't realize is that the credit bureau and creditors saw me as a risk because I was using so much of my available credit on my credit cards. Now, a lot of people are like, well, why does that make sense? Why do they give us this credit line if they don't want us to use it? Which, in a way, I do agree with you on that. But this is the way that credit does work right now. So on your credit line, we'll just use nice and easy numbers. So let's say you have a $1,000 credit line on your credit card. And you max that credit card out. You use all $1,000 of it, but you make perfect payments on it. You never miss a payment, but it is always maxed out. That is going to hurt your credit score so much. And the reason being, the way that this is seen in the creditor's eyes is that you have this $1,000 credit line available to you and you're using all of it. And the way that they see it is you are living off of somebody else, that you can't control your own finances enough to not have to depend on somebody else's money to live. For context, when you have a credit card and a credit line available, and, and this is an overall picture. So let's say you have five credit cards and they each have a $1,000 credit line. It's 30% overall is the max utilization that you want to use. So if you have five credit cards, they each have $1,000. It means you have $5,000 available to you to use. So overall numbers, you never want to use more than $1,500 of that total $5,000 available. Now, as you're learning how to use your credit cards wisely and efficiently and you get a really good handle on the use of credit cards, and in that I mean not using them to purchase things just as a luxury. Uh, for me, I use my credit cards now that I have a better handle on my spending. I use my credit cards to book travel and for a lot of like everyday purchases just because I know that that's running my budget and I have a better money mindset and I know that that's not a balance that I want to carry. And also I have it in my budget and I know what I need to spend each month to be able to pay it off at the end of each month as well. So now that I do have a better handle on my credit card use, I have multiple credit cards. I have a really large line available to me um, over across of I think I have about eight credit cards right now. But I know what each one I use specifically for like my travel credit cards those have higher interest so those are purchases that I'll put on there for um, everyday spending that's really my budget like gas my phone bill like I already know that that's in my budget I know I'm gonna, gonna pay it off when I do travel I will use my travel credit cards to purchase on there so like I usually fly United Airlines so I purchase my tickets my flight tickets with United because it allows me to save money on checked bags, plus I get a lot of points back um, by using that credit card too. Got a little bit off the topic there, but if you do have any more uh, questions or want to learn a little bit more about traveling and how to utilize those travel credit cards to your benefit, episode 10 touches base touches a little bit more base on that, um, as well as 
again, feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions on that. I could talk about travel all day. Anyways, back into credit utilization. So overall, just to make it nice and simple, what I try to say is that if you don't have the money to pay it off right away, or if it's going to be something that you're going to be paying over a long period of time on your credit card, I definitely suggest that looking at how much credit is available to you overall versus how much you're actually using on your credit. So for instance, let's say you do have, again, nice easy numbers, $10,000 available to you and maybe Fido just tore up your couch and now you need to go buy a brand new couch and the couch that works for you, works for your lifestyle is $2,500 and you know it's going to take you a little bit to pay it off. A couple of different ways to look at it is when you're using your credit card and if it's going to take you a while to pay it off, that $2,500 is not going to to put you over that 30%, but it will be putting you close. Um, so if you're not able to pay it all off right away, just be careful on what else you're putting on your credit card if you're not able to stay below that 30%. Also too, um, just keep track of the fees that are associated with that credit card and your interest rate. So something like if you're making larger purchases is do you have a low interest rate option on your credit card? Like does it give you a pay over time option? Like my Chase credit card, if I put a large purchase on it, it'll give me like six months, 12 months, 18 months to pay it back at a reduced interest rate. So if I put on that larger purchase on my credit card, I can choose to pay it off in 12 months at like 3% and it would just set a monthly payment for me. So it ends up kind of turning more into like a loan instead of a credit card, but it still does, it still does report to your credit, um, your credit bureau as a credit card. To put this all into a nice, neat little package, ideally you want to keep your overall credit utilization underneath 30%. So if all of your credit cards total a credit line of $10,000, you want to stay below $3,000. That will allow you to have the best reporting to your bureau. You'll still look preferred to creditors. So if you want to go get a new another credit card or if you need a new car or if you're looking at a house, that will report the most positive for you to your credit bureau. Ideally, 30% in a perfect world underneath 10% is where you want your credit utilization to stay at. Again, my client had $3,000 line. They're using all of their $3,000 line. They paid it all down to 30% and their credit score went up 80 points. She went from like a 650s all the way up to over a 720. That opens up so many doors available to her for purchasing a home, if she needs to go get a new car, or even if she just wants to diversify her credit bureau a little bit with maybe with another credit card or even just opening up a small uh, personal loan to help build her credit up even more because you do want to have an overall rounded profile and that includes credit cards, personal loans, home loans, car loans, and just overall how you do use the credit available to you. I really hope that this did help you out today because I know that there are a lot of people who I do talk to and a lot of times I hear, Hannah, I don't have late payments. I thought that I had a good credit bureau overall, but I just can't get my score past that hump of like the 650s, 660s. It just won't go up. And a lot of times it is their credit card utilization. So if you are in a spot like that, take a look and see how much you are using of your credit cards. Freeing up a lot of that utilization will help you tremendously just in your credit score alone. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you all have a great week and I'll talk to you next Monday. Bye. 
you so much for listening today. If you vibed with this podcast, please check the show notes so that way you can find my link to my Instagram. So that way I can personally thank you for listening in. And if you have any questions at all on anything financial related that you'd love for me to touch base on in future podcasts, send me a DM, tag me in the post. I cannot wait to hear from you guys and help everybody find their version of financial freedom. I'll catch you next time. Oh,